Welcome to Dear So-and-So, a phone call between friends where we offer up advice that no one has asked us for. As always, we'll read some of our favorite advice column questions and give our unsolicited opinions. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Welcome to Dear So-and-So. Welcome. Okay, so this is actually a question from a podcast. So I feel a little bit more guilty about stealing mm-hmm. it because it's a little more directly. Have you ever directly... listened to the podcast? No, I, I, I have a... I have <laughs> have a... you ever listened to an advice podcast? No. Why would I do that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I, I, anytime that a podcast is hosted, sorry, by like a dude, um, especially one that I assume is straight. I'm just like, I'm sure your advice doesn't apply to me. So why would I listen to that? And this is from one of those. Okay, let's give let's give some <laughs> a fresh a fresh take here. This is from the the Jordan Harbinger show. Okay, I don't know what that I is. I don't know who he is or what he does, but this um, I found... He might be great. He stuff. might be great. Sorry, I don't know. I found this question in a roundup of weird questions on Dig, um, okay, another great. place I steal from a lot. Great. Here's the question. Our company does an auction every year to raise funds for a local charity. I happened to bid $17 on a $360 golf trip with one of the vice presidents of the company. And I'm assuming because of COVID, no one outbid me. And now I'm stuck playing golf with this guy. (laughs) It gets better. The thing is, he's one of the less likable VPs. There were two other golf trips that auctioned for $150 or more, which goes to show how people feel about this guy. The seventeen dollar mm. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I've, really does go to show. Woof. I yeah. He can't feel good about this. Um, oh yeah. I've never played golf before, and I also wouldn't really know how to find common ground with a fifty-year-old conservative white man. So mm-hmm. here's my question: How do I find some common ground to not make this round of golf a bad experience and get on this guy's radar? The company is all about who you know if you want to move up, and I would love to have this guy at my side. So I mean, my first question was why the hell did caller bid, bid on $17 yeah. and then but I I it's for charity I don't know I well now I'm wondering if like part of him did like was oh, sort yeah. of like if I win I win because now I have this in with this guy right. and if I don't win I don't have to pay seventeen dollars and go right hang out right with this right guy. Like, like that there's it's like low yeah. stakes bid for sure yeah what this guy is asking is like a totally solid question like yeah, the, sure. the idea that the like all of the precursors to his question seem totally irrelevant now. The fact that you don't know how to play golf, right, the fact right. that you don't like this guy, you, you kind of don't want to do this. Actually, you, you do kind of want to do this. Yeah. With a 50-year-old conservative white man. Totally, yeah. And I don't know what you talk about. No idea. I think you just ask a lot of questions, you know? Yeah, like people you, like this oh, love right. to fucking we talk about have themselves. Given advice like this before. What is it? You display interest, oh, you that's show, right. demonstrate, demonstrate stuff. what is it? Yeah, you um <laughs> You demonstrate interest and then yes. you um, communicate your desire to like move up in the company. I don't know. I think you yeah. just demonstrate interest. Like that's all you demonstrate need to do. Interest. And yeah. you probably before doing this need to inoculate your sen- yourself against the terrible things he's going to tell you. Yeah. I have a feeling he's going to say a few things that are going to make you feel real uncomfortable if not offended. So yeah. you kind of need to like maybe meditate on that a little bit and set your expectations before you go. I also think you need to um, do a little research on this guy. Ask his 
um, ask his secretary, yeah. ask his administrative assistant all these really important questions. I'm nervous for this man playing golf, well, which you is to- a sport that he's never played before. I know. he. Well, the thing, the other thing you have to ready yourself, not just for this guy saying offensive things, is that he's going to love to give you shit about how bad at it you are. Mm-hmm. I just can smell it from a mile away. He's going to just get such a kick out of telling you just how shitty your and form is. And that's okay, and because you are bad. And you We're are here bad. To tell you. Yeah, yeah. It's... <laughs> His, what, what he's going to say yeah. is accurate, and you signed up for this. Yeah. It's wild that you have to pay $17 to get chat on like this. But um, <laughs> but at did, least you're not you paying did. $150. It's true. Hopefully there's some nice views, and like maybe you get like a free drink or something at the club. I don't know. All right. Let me read you a question from Ask Amy. Sounds and good. it's and it's signed confused American. My my dilemma involves a group of women who I am friends with on an online sobriety site. We met virtually more than five years ago, have traveled together and share our lives daily with our blogs and zooms. I've noticed that the members, mostly from the UK, often poke fun at America and Americans, calling us the colonists in quotes, and posting (laughs) posting degrading videos regarding our political situation, etc. I was raised to respect other people's countries and traditions. Except for this, these women are very kind and have good manners. So how can I get them to stop this? It hurts. I would never make fun of them or their leaders or country. I did speak to one of them about my feelings, and she said that the others would be mortified if they knew that their comments bothered me. So why do they do that? Can you offer me a fresh perspective? I would never make fun of the queen or their classist views. Signed, Confused American. Well, but that's exactly their problem. Like, just make fun of the queen and their their own classist <laughs> views. Call them the colonizers. Like... <laughs> You know what I, I mean? Love, like, I just don't I understand. I love that this message is full. This uh, caller is full of actual judgment. Exactly. They would never voice I, But I would never. <laughs> I'm definitely going to write it into Amy, which is a syndicated column, which may very well be syndicated Get back in the to UK. Them. Well, that's the thing. But... So she spoke to one of them, and then she was like, a prob- I'm sure hopeful that it would just get around. I know. She found out that they would be mortified if they knew. So obviously the answer is like, the fresh perspective is, let them know. But if you're unwilling to let them know, then definitely just di- dish it back. Yeah. I mean, I get. I know thick, if, thick if in your any skin country out there, do you, you've got dirt on. This is your moment. This like the is UK it. is not doing great. They are ripe, man. Whoa, <laughs> they stink. Yeah, this is so good. I just love. Yeah, it's totally a, a kettle calling the pot. The pot calling the kettle black situation. Mm-hmm. They're asking for it, like, and it will be fun for you. So just do it. Mm-hmm. I, I would um, never. They're very afraid of yes, conflict. they are. Yes, they are very afraid. Yeah, don't I fear. Don't like. By the way, this kind of shit. Like, mm. I would immediately I like be like, just be like, this is so boring. Fuck off with this. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. kind of can't stand repetitive, like a one-time humor thing yeah. where you po- where you poke fun at me or the states. My goodness, yes. like have in- enjoy it. But yeah, and a constant constant stream. Yeah, 
like we're doing that enough for ourselves. Oh my god, seriously, like <laughs> just like we like watch Steve like ugh, Stephen yes. Colbert, Trevor Noah, like just if anyone sends me another like quippy late night something yes. or other about the we Trump administration, yeah, like we, I understand. Like this isn't yeah. funny anymore. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm with you. Like I do think this this humor is dumb like i yes. don't think it's, it's exhausting great. it's exhausting so yeah but so yeah your choices are dish it back um and in which case you might just like create this like oh we're having fun we love to do this we do this back and forth it's probably not what you want no it's gonna so become it's even more to, exhausting don't ugh. you have some of those friendships which you accidentally yeah like, and then developed you're like oh yeah we around agree jabbing on at each other this oh, yes. oh. Oh, it's just an entire friendship at, of jabs at one yeah, another, and you're like, no fun. I feel like we might have more in common if we just stop being this. mean. Why did I do this back to you? Why did I meet you on your level? Yeah. I, yeah, I, oh, that's such a, yeah. It's like those are the times when I'm the most disappointed in myself where I'm like, oh, you really where you could have shut it this down. Person, and yeah, you yeah, could yeah. have shut it down. And I think it's also something I'm getting better at with age. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 I would never make fun of the queen <laughs> of their classist views. Um, okay. Okay. All right. Then. But I love, so their, their qu- actual question is, why do they do that? Oh, yeah, it's true. They're just looking for maybe, a fresh perspective. Right. So maybe what happened is that these people actually like fell into this pattern. They're like, they can't get out of it. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we started joking about this thing. And now it's like that thing we do. Right, right, right. Where we like, just maybe they hate each this. other. Exactly. Yeah. So they might hate this as much as you do. Like you might be their saving grace here. Help them out. Throw them Help a lifeline. Do it. Also, this idea <laughs> that somebody that one of the friends said that the others would be mortified. Yeah. That's childish. Like the the idea sure. of having a friendship, <laughs> you're like, uh-huh. The idea uh-huh, yeah. that in a friendship you might not be able to bring something up with somebody because they would be mortified is so silly. Well, these people's friendship is there it's a tenuous friendship. They haven't spent a lot of time together in person. Oh, they have traveled together. Yeah, okay, they've well, been friends I was, for five years that have traveled together and they share their lives on a on a well, daily basis with Zooms. Listen, I was assuming that it was all virtual, that they like sort of didn't have. I mean, but the, they have. Yeah, there they, probably is some distance. Like, yes, when when you're not hanging out with somebody daily, sure, there's some distance. But but I think if you're, no, if your feelings are hurt and you're over it, like right. you also don't have to phrase anything like every night I cry before bed because of how. Right. You don't I, have like, to lay it on thick. Yeah. Be, yeah. You exactly. can be just sort of direct and to the point. Like, guys, I find yeah. this really exhausting. I could do this to you, but I don't really like it. And I don't yeah, want to. Can we so just knock it off? We have more interesting things to talk about. Totally. Yeah. yeah, We're yeah. better than that. Yeah. I do, like, I do like putting people down by telling them that we are better than this. Yeah, ew. That's what the guy in the Maserati who threw his cold brew in the trash said to me when he thought I was making fun of him for asking to use the bathroom. He said, you're better than this. And I was like, you're better than this, but okay. Well, the line is perfect because if you are better than it, (laughs) then you really think about it. But if you're not better than it, you're like, nah, this is my Nah, this is me. I do love stooping this low. (laughs) But since you don't want me to do it, I can stop. Like, it's fine. I can do something else. Um, Some of our listeners have asked me how we know each other. Because oh. um, when you said like, no, they really like, they're friends. I'm like, oh, right. Like you and I are friends. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you, and, you I and I probably have, have probably hung out in person. Five like, times, maybe? Five times. Like, tr- like a 48, like 48 total hours, maybe? Like, because we have stayed in the same Airbnb, <laughs> but we haven't. Yeah. 
like we don't always um but yeah people don't know how we know it's hilarious because like none of our friends know each other oh you yeah. know what i mean like and i don't have a lot of friendships like this where they're just like where did where did this person in your life come from you guys seem close and we're like, we've met three times. We've met three times, but we just decided, like, now we're in this. We're, we're going to do it. We're yeah, doing it. Yeah, that's the thing, right? If yeah. you connect, just follow through. Just follow through. So um, when, uh, Alyssa was my husband's freshman year RA Accurate. in his dorm. Um, and, like, the way that I sort of forged that friendship. Yeah. M- mostly or like initially was because I was convinced that my room was haunted yeah and and you flaunted it and I flaunted it yeah I was haunted and I flaunted it no and I asked like very early on like I was the first time they met you and it was like the first night yeah I really have no boundaries in some senses I guess when I think about this and I asked if I could crash on their floor and they were like kind of okay with it like I would have expected Yes. Uh, yeah. Maybe <laughs> like, I guess yeah. I would sort of expected them to be way more like, oh my gosh, of course. I expect every <laughs> single time I ask for like some wacky, <laughs> inappropriate thing that people would be like, thanks Match for having you. the guts to ask. Naturally, of course, yeah, yes. naturally. Yeah. Your room's haunted, of course. Um yeah, but, but they, God, get out of there. It's yeah, haunted. No, but, That's scary. And then I met you I don't know, I met you in New York one time, like when Matt and I first started dating and like took a trip to New York. And then Did I met we? you. Yeah, like for a second, like you were on your way to work. And yeah, and then the next time I met you was probably at some just delightful fucking wedding. We had the best time. And like, so that is how we know each other. It's a simple story. It's a simple story. And then there were like three more weddings followed. One of them was mine. Mm -hmm. And um, when I moved to Iowa, you know how like sometimes in transitions, you sort of like get closer to some friends and move apart from other friends. Like Mm. definitely when I moved to Iowa, you were one of the people that reached out to me more than other folks. Because I I was having a mental breakdown or because I was checking on you? (laughs) Possibly both. Like I think it was both like, but we both, I think it was a rough time for us both. I'm not saying Iowa was like all around the worst for me, but it, Mm -hmm. it is like I isolating to move to a new place the fact that you were in regular contact with me and like putting in the effort too. just I was just like oh fucking this rules like I'm so glad for Alyssa's friendship and thank you so much um yeah no it just it rocked (laughs) and then I was then and then from you know it just like I from that point on was just very invested in this friendship so yeah there you go I haven't seen you in a couple years I look (laughs) but I'm very invested I haven't aged a bit yeah I've changed a little but not a lot it's true. We don't even, guys, we don't even really know what each other looks like. We, we're not even Zoom. Like, we don't Zoom. No, we don't We just Zoom. We text just shout at each lot. other and text and, a lot. And then do these calls once yeah. a week. Yeah. yeah and we were already doing once a week calls from the beginning of the pandemic, but then we just decided let's record them. And here we are. And I'm really excited. I've gotten to know your friends a little bit through this process. I think you've yes. gotten to know at least my friends' names, too, through this process. And I can't <laughs> wait to meet all of you guys. And um, it makes my world feel a little bit bigger, and I can't wait to meet all of you. I will say it does bring me joy and excitement that you, Steph, live in L.A. and that, like, I have this whole network of wonderful people who also live in L.A. Like, that you and Cookie Puss could be, like, hanging out after the pandemic is just like, Cookie Puss and I could hang out now. I mean, Cookie Puss right into the website if you want to hang out, I guess. (laughs) Like, you know how to reach me. Drop a coordinates. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. It's like Cookie Buzz. She doesn't have your number, but you certainly have ours. It's you can, Dad Dog. Whatever the fucking zero, other five zero seven eight. You can 
Instagram me. Like I, I run the Instagram. You can yeah. find me there. Like I'm reachable. So just let me know. Like I'm not up to a lot. Name a Whole Foods. <laughs> see, see you in the you cereal in the parking aisle. lot. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a good one for you, Alyssa. It's from Ask a Manager. Of course it is. Of course. (laughs) Um, A reader writes, I'm trying to change fields from copywriting freelancer to something in the admin assistance sphere. It could be that my greenness is showing, but is it typical for applications to ask you to rate atrocities? Uh-huh. After uh, uh, for an no. admin for like um, a yes. like a secretarial job, yeah. After submitting a resume and cover letter, I was directed to fill an online form. The form started with asking me to rank traits from most to least like me. Mm-hmm. I'll admit, I kind of rolled my eyes, but I did it. Mm-hmm. That all sounds fine, normal, okay. Yes. Then we got to a very long list where I had to rate items from best to worst. Yep. <laughs> These items included things like a blunder prostitution, justice, a telephone, poisoning the town's water supply. (laughs) Yeah. A good idea. Torturing a person, receiving a medal for bravery, a lover's embrace, and more. (laughs) I had no idea what to do. And I also felt that this is basically some pseudoscience masked as smart interviewing. If I said imprisoning an innocent person was worse than torturing a person, I don't know that I'd be better or I'd be a better or worse admin assistant than someone who swapped those. Is there any merit to this method? Was there some secret right combination that wouldn't make this company think I'm a terrible person? P.S. I'm adding a screenshot to this email just to prove that I'm not making this up. And we will also include that in the show notes, my friends. You will you will see this on Instagram because so, it's good. Like this is good. A brief Google of um, hiring personality tests. Oh, uh-huh. um, well, like ren- rendered several different types of hits. One was like targeted toward companies like here are different and then the other was sort of how to beat them like oh yeah of course because just like the sat now like if you just have the resources to learn how to do it like how how to best answer these uh uh, as as to like whatever come off most hireable i because this isn't specific to this company this is definitely something they bought oh they're all outsourced yeah i applied for one job which was at some MIT outcrop. They did some sort of event work for MIT, and I was forced to to do one of these. And I thought it was absurd. And one of the questions that I was given was uh, related to unions, like asked me if I would Uh support a union. And I I just couldn't believe that you would even be allowed to ask that. Like that it would (laughs) even... Yeah, I, unfortunately, you're, like, you're you so naive, Alyssa. Yeah. Um, yeah, they definitely can't ask you this, and they definitely can just not hire you. I also, ha- I also read a lot of people's responses to these on Reddit, and my yeah. favorite was like a whole Reddit thread where people were basically like, "Oh no, if I." come up against if I am given one of these at a job I inform the employer that I am uninterested in taking one of these <laughs> that, like if my like resume if this interview uh-huh. yeah. if doesn't my... is sufficient for weeding me out as a psychopath <laughs> yeah 
I like this idea that you always can be like, fuck off, I don't want to do this. Do you think, so we will be putting this screenshot online. Do you think that this person did right in saying that the best thing is a life of adventure? Okay. (laughs) And the worst thing is poisoning the city water? I was wondering that too. Like, I don't think so. I don't think they were complete in filling out, like in in ordering these. I think they were like most, no, what I think happened is they were most of the way there and they were like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Took a screenshot, (laughs) saved it for later and then maybe thought about it a little bit more maybe switched one or two like okay. i bet this is pretty close but i'm i don't think they were like yes final version let me screenshot this because i feel really confident in it i think they screenshotted it in a moment when they were like <laughs> honestly do i have to do this like that's yeah, the moment when you make like, the screenshot i put prostitution above a telephone for great yeah definitely <laughs> or definitely I- <laughs> better yeah. than a foolish thought yeah, sure. I also think that... Better um, than a blunder. Definitely better than a wreck. A wreck. A, a wreck. wreck. Yeah, what a kind wreck. of wreck? A An wreck. emotional wreck? A short circuit. A madman. A foolish thought. <laughs> oh I can't God. get over this list. It's very, very weird. I totally wonder like where this shit came from. What pseudoscientist invented this? Exactly. <gasps> Speaking awesome. of pseudoscience, should we talk about rumpology? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jacqueline Stallone, um, uh, Sylvester Stallone's mom, is a kind of an L.A. celebrity. She is a spiritual, she was a spiritual coach. I think she died recently, and this is why this is all starting to kind of circle around. Mm-hmm. Uh, she died in September, it looks like. So, okay. So she apparently had this amazing kind of social media presence, but even before that, she like she is an astrologer, you know, mm-hmm. and she's, an, she's a spiritual counselor but she invented she coined this thing called rumpology and it's basically palmistry but for your butt and it's so good it is so good and like I love thinking about this universe where she knows exactly what she's doing you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like she is just like she's just like oh yeah astrology that's hilarious to me oh I bet I could sell this to rich people I live what, in LA what like, I'm just concerned like, about is that she so may good. not have trained other people like now that she's right. gone oh, yeah. it's an art that dies with her <laughs> well now it's sort of like a lost ancient art like alchemy and people yes. are gonna go on this like quest to like unearth the secrets of it which yeah. is almost that's great I mean yeah Oh, God. Yeah. It's a rich trove, y'all. And if you go to her website, like, her website is is very good. Like, you definitely want to go there, folks. Um, So I would say, like, you could, like, you could fill out this, this, like, rank choice thing that's very strange. And then you could just be like, oh, I came across this other useful tool. You guys might be interested. And then send them toward Rumpology and see yeah, what if, happens. Yeah, if you know you're not going to get this job because <laughs> you're planning to decline taking this online quiz, may we suggest take the online quiz and then forward and your then employer who's definitely not going to employ you now over to Rumpology. Thanks for spending another half an hour with us, dear friends, Thank dear you listeners so who are also friends. Yeah. yeah. We love it. We love spending this time with you. Except it's, it's good to note, though, that like if you're listening to us with your headphones on in the Costco... And you respond to us, we can't talk back. Like, we're not really there. Yeah. It's a not podcast. To call out, not to call out 
raccoons, but you know. It was awesome that that happened and we're so glad. But friends, you like, I know you listen to us every week. We don't know yeah. what's going on in your life. Like, please call us, you know? Yeah, update we us. Know. We have a phone number. <laughs> what's the phone number, it's Steph? Dad Dog 5078. That's D A D D O G 5078. We have a website. What's the website, Steph? Dear And? And an Instagram. It's Dear So and So Podcast. Yeah. They're all different. Please. We did that to confuse you, but we just did it so you have to listen to the episodes again to remember what the fuck they are. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you bought at Costco. Our music is by our friend Busy Hemphill. And, and we love it so much. We do love it so, so much. As always, I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Carb. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. You saw the picture of me that I posted, or the picture where I was in the back of the Home Goods with like the one Hanukkah displayed. Yes, Did I, that was good. That? Yeah. Oh my God, it was so good. So then when I was in line, there was a angry lady behind me who uh-huh. was so close. You know, oh they God. put the yeah, dots yeah. on the ground, but like nobody respects them. Yeah. So this woman was just like so close to me. And when I, even when I got to the register or before I got to, when I was number one in line, she stood next to me. So we were both number one. <gasps> The best part about this trip was as the Christmas music is blasting and I feel like it's like getting louder and louder and crescendoing. And then I just looked behind me and I made eye contact with the one other Jewish person in there. Beautiful. And I felt like we said shalom with our eyes. And it was just so great. And my mom was like, how did you know she was Jewish? And I was like, she just was. She was like kind of stout and she was wearing black room glasses and she just had super, super curly hair. And my mom's response was, oh, a therapist. (laughs) Anyway, happy Hanukkah, friends. See you night eight at the back of that home goods while they dismantle that tiny Hanukkah display.